Bible verse, Isaiah 64, verse 8. Um, Yet you, Lord, are our father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. Okay, so we know that God is the potter and we are the clay. And so this is just singing out to him as he is our creator. Um, anh Thông có nhìn thấy không? Okay, thì cái bài này um, hát là Chúa thay đổi lòng dạ của chúng con um, mà làm cho chúng cái lòng chúng con nó trong sạch và nó ngay thẳng. Chúa ơi, Chúa thay đổi lòng chúng con để cho chúng con giống như Ngài. Um, Ngài là người um, là người Potter uh, là cái người um, um, tạo dựng lên chúng con đó. Chúng con chỉ là cái 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 cục, cục đất. Um, cục đất thôi mà ngài muốn uh, help me anh chứ <cười> um, ngài muốn um, mold me ngài muốn làm cái gì đảo yeah. chúng con tùy theo ý ngài uh, đây là cái lời cầu nguyện của chúng con ok vậy chúng ta sẽ cầu nguyện uh, sẽ hát bây giờ nha yeah. Make it ever Change my heart, oh God. May I may I be like you. One more time. Change my Change my heart, may I be like you. You are the Potter. I am the Potter. Mold me and make me. This is my prayer. Change my heart, You knew us and you formed us in our mother's womb. Oh, Lord God, and we thank you, oh God, that you are the great 
I am the one that has molded us and fashioned us. And we are your handiwork, your masterpiece. And oh Lord God, we are who we are because of who you are. Thank you, oh God, that we are made wonderfully and fearfully made so beautiful in your image. All of us, each and every one of us, thank you, oh Lord God, that you made us perfect through Jesus Christ. We are pure and we are holy and we are righteous because of your son, Jesus. Amen. In Amen. Jesus' mighty name Amen. we pray. Amen. 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 Does, it, does anyone have a testimony they want to share with us this week? Anyone? Can I say something? Yes. Okay. Um, I am not into politics or anything, okay? But I feel this is very important because like just to continue the conversation last time last week that how chaotic the world is right now and we are heading into disaster unless god do something mm. and god wants us to be a part of it of his plan so it is very important for us to pray for God will be done. Mm. Even though, mm. like, we are, like, I'm talking about myself. Mm -hmm. We are very busy focusing on our own problem. Mm -hmm. But God mm. has a bigger picture. Mm -hmm. God has a greater plan. Mm -hmm. God wants every one of us in this world have peace. Yes. Have peace and live in harmony. Mm -hmm. Instead of fighting each other, mm -hmm. we need to love each other, mm -hmm. sacrifice for each other, mm -hmm. live for each other, Amen. forget about ourselves, and then God will take care of us. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Because Amen. right now, right now, it is, it is horrible. Mm -hmm. What happened in the U.S. will affect us. Yes. Every single one of us. Yes. Yes. I am not talking. I, I, I just want us to do our part in God's plan mm -hmm. to pray for his will be done. Mm -hmm. yes. And the right person, God chosen one, will be there taking control of the situation right now. Mm -hmm. Amen. Because this world will be destroyed. Yes. Yep. yep. We need intervention from God. Yeah. And God, that is the only thing God wants us to do yeah. is to pray mm -hmm. and be a part of it. Mm -hmm. He can do all of this by himself, yes. but he wants us to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You see all the attack. You mm -hmm. see all of the, the restlessness. You mm -hmm. see all of these violent. Mm -hmm. Do we want to live in that kind of world? No. Nope. Do we want our children to live in that kind of world? No. Nope. Do you want, do we want to kill our children? Mm-hmm. That's do right. Do you want that? Nope. Do you, we want our children to kill their children? 
No. And live irresponsibly. Yes. Yeah. It's only me, myself, and I. Do we want to live that in that kind of world? Yeah. No. Because this is what is happening right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel, I don't know, I, I've been maybe crazy, but uh, I, that's what I have been feeling. And I feel very restless about this. And this morning, God told me that it is your responsibility to, to pray and be a part yeah. of it. Yeah. Do you want to be a part of it? Yeah. Do you want to be a part of my plan? Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, could I share some thoughts on what you're saying? Um, like, because, you know, the Bible says, like Jesus and Paul said, um, in the last days will be a terrible time. So sometimes I think, well, <laughs> it's going to happen. So sometimes I think, yeah, we're, we're living in the end times because yes. COVID and then this um, U.S. Uh, uh, riot and things. This is like, um, this looks like a, a, a socialist revolution that could destroy America. Right. So, yeah. so I think. <laughs> okay, well, it's the end times. And I, like Jesus and Paul said, there will be terrible times. So do I just say, okay, well, it's the end times. It's going to happen. So I, I guess, yeah, we should pray. But it just said, <laughs> the, it says it's going to be end times. So I just sometimes think, well, it's going to happen. So I, I don't know. That's mm -hmm. some things I think. Because it's, um, it just, yeah, it seems like the end times. If America mm -hmm. goes down, this is... yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. China, China will just take over, and that will be the end of the world. Hey, hey, thank you. But, hey, excuse me. Can I just uh, ask actually a question? Like that's really uh, awesome and in tune, and Jamie, and mm -hmm. and it's so true. And I and I apologize, but I don't watch the news for the reason of being kind of selfish and into myself. So I appreciate that reminder and thank you. But um what are those boys called in the u.s the like the white supremacists that the proud I just boys. Heard the, the switch sorry the proud boys proud boys okay yeah. and I, we don't need to get explaining to me but i just uh um it's kind of to do with um president trump um uh kind of what that statement was he basically gave them permission to be themselves is that kind of correct yeah, could I add something on? Yeah. Um, okay. It's okay. Yeah. As a as a non-white person, um, when I was young, I was just terrified and disgusted with skinheads and racists and stuff like that. I, yeah. I'm forty. I'm forty six now. Um, white supremacists. They're like they're like nowhere. They're 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 not the ones who are destroying America right now. They're not. No, it's just like not. it's like no, the yeah. slightest. No, they're not. Okay, it's like if a white. Okay, everybody could be proud of themselves. But white people, they should just walk on their hands and knees, and they should not have any pride in themselves. They should walk like like losers, and that's 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 what the whole thing is. It's like if a white person has pride for themselves, they are the most evil person ever, right? That's that's what the media is done. Absolutely. So so um these proud boys basically they're they're guys who are proud of themselves, and and so um. But Antifa are they trying to bring the the name of like to proud of being white? Because we're actually, as a white person, I think we're selling ourselves out, and we're rednecks. Like we're not that cool. And I'm yeah, just yeah. Right? The whole the whole media is just makes fun. Is totally destroys white people. But what's worse than these white people being proud of having some dignity is what's a hundred times worse is Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They're like a thousand times worse. I don't even worry about white supremacy. This Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they will destroy America. 
Yep. Yeah. And once America gets, if it gets destroyed, China will walk over America. That's what China is doing every day right now. They, they just deflecting this whole COVID thing from uh, China. And they have the potential in about 10 or 20 years to destroy America. And if that happens, just like you said, Antu, um, if America goes down, we all go down. You're yep. so right, Jamie. Like all of these mo movements and stuff are more, I mean, you know, when I was a kid, I remember a movie, I can't even remember the name of it, but it had the Ku Klux Klan people and I was like little and uh, we were made to watch it and I was hiding behind the chair in the living room like because I was a scared child, right? But it's these other groups that are that are more aggressive and more damaging and Joe, I wanted to ask you, and my mom said, don't ever ask him. I said, well, I can because, you know, he's amazing and he's Joe. And um, <laughs> in the Bible, my mom said, the yellow race will take over. What does that mean? And is that okay if I ask you? <laughs> like, like Jamie says, China, you know, the yellow people are going to take yeah. over. Yeah. Okay. okay, sorry, I was listening. Yeah. <laughs> but they will be for China. Yeah. Well, it'll be only for Chinese yellow. and not for other old people. Yeah. Amen. Okay. Anyway, um, you know, I'm going to say, I'm, you know, we, we, if we talk about politics, uh, it's going to take over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just want to appreciate you and too for, you know, expressing your concern and, and you have expressed something that is all on our hearts yes. and it's heavy. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, we need to pray. Okay? Oh, yes. Pray for our prime minister and pray for the president of the yes. United States. I was telling yes. Tweet earlier that we heard news that he's going to be discharged um, on, on Monday. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, whether you're pro or anti Trump, it doesn't matter. No. You, you need to pray for your leader you know uh you know because you're letting your biases and personal hatred to wish evil and, and that's not what it's God not godly yeah that's what destroys society and and mm -hmm. divides america including canada mm -hmm. i may not agree with mr trudeau but i pray for him and his family and i pray a blessing over him and his family. And I pray for him for, to have wisdom, to exercise wisdom. And I pray for him and his government to be surrounded with people that are God-fearing and that are wise. Because mm -hmm. like, if we don't, like, then we're like the everyone else. Yeah. They're like, you know, so that's, uh, oh, I'm so glad that we, we say that, you know, yeah. and yeah. because, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say one more thing is be careful of what you see and hear on the media. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because there is a spiritual component to this. Every time you see a video of a police officer shooting mm -hmm. a black person, you're drinking the poison of hate and rebellion. Mm -hmm. Do not watch those videos. Mm -hmm. It doesn't reflect, it may, it may be true, but it re, doesn't reflect that there is um, a, a systemic and chronic plan to kill black people. That's not it at all, okay? No, no it's not. You know, in, nowadays in, yeah. is the best time for a black person to live in America. Not yes. like 1964 or 
you know, uh, 400 years ago, right? But and now they, is the best time. We, they had a black president, for goodness sake. And they okay. should be proud and, and have that, you know, that um, about them, way about them. But they need yeah. to have that godly first. And then, you know, just everybody should. And then that would bring us all onto the, the yeah. same level and, and praying for the leaders yeah. and, you know, yeah. and, and just straight. I want to get yeah. on my knees. For, for us, it's not about who's right or who's wrong, okay? And I've, I, I've engaged in numerous conversation with all kinds of people about you know uh, why this is uh, you know why pro Trump and why anti Trump you know we can talk about that but at the end of the day it's all about God's will on earth yes. as it is in it's heaven mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. what is mm -hmm. God's will you know our conversation with our neighbors with our family and friends it's really not about Trump or uh, anti Trump but it's about you know what would Jesus do. Okay, yeah. would, would Jesus stand for abortion? No. You know, would, no. would Jesus stand for, you know, an, an open society that, that accepts all sorts of um, evil behaviors? Nope. No. So, you know, we have to apply biblical, spiritual truth to, um, to our lives first. But we also need to have an input, a conversation, you know, uh, about God so that when people made up their mind about God, then this society will head in one direction, okay? But if they take God out of the equation, this society will, will be divided into a million direction, okay? Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. know, it's kind of like if you take a compass, out of the boat you know what a, a compass is yeah. yep. a compass yep. has a needle that points always points north okay so let's say that you're in the middle of the ocean and this compass is broken okay actually this compass not just broken but it was thrown out of the boat now you can you can steer your boat in any number of direction and you have no idea where you're going. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So if yeah. you take God out of government, if you take God out of society, if you take God out of the schools, out of the hospital, if you take God out of the church, out of the family, then, then this society will dissolve into a million direction because the Bible say, that everyone think that they are right, okay? And so they will follow their own direction. And so that, that boils down to this, might is right. Might is right. That means that the strongest will survive. The strongest mm -hmm. is the right person. And that's, 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 that's a recipe for evil. Yeah. Okay. That means that um, it's the survival of the fittest, just like Darwin, you know, the theory of Darwin, the strongest mm -hmm. will survive and the strongest is the one that's right in the kingdom of God. That's, that's not what it is. It's, no, it's the opposite. Okay. The only person that's strong in this kingdom is God. 
Okay. When we are weak, he is strong. Amen. Okay. And so, you know, we have to resolve in our heart that, you know, let every man be a liar and God is true. Amen. Because without God, we are all liars. Amen. I can tell you that everyone in, in this Zoom meeting have lied before. Yeah. Okay. Including myself. Okay. <laughs> you see the halo, yeah. there, right? Do you remember your first statement today, Joe? No, just kidding. <laughs> you know what? Let, let, let every man be a liar and God be true. Because, you know, we, who taught us to lie? Certainly not my mother and father. No. You know, as a, fi a five-year-old kid with his, uh, who stole a cookie from the cookie jar and, and mom asked, did you steal the cookie? The kid would say no. Well, who taught who taught them that, right? You know, who lying did teach is, them is, that, Joe? Huh? Who did teach them that? I'm sorry, but I, I, you know, we are born in sin, Dana. Okay, right. Okay, thank and you. Sin yeah. dictates our lives. Yeah. That's, anyway, okay. so you know. Um, anyway, pray for Trump. Pray for Trudeau. Pray for Kim Jong-un. <laughs> anyway, um, let's, uh, let's move on to, to what's, what is pertinent to you today. I know politics is very important to every, everyone. And I can uh, talk about politics without opening up my Bible. <laughs> but today, if you have your Bible, we're going to turn to uh, Matthew 4. Okay. So... Um, just say amen if you're there. Matthew 4. Yes. Uh, wait, wait. Yes. I'm there. Amen. All right. Um, hey, what was it? Sorry, Joe. Uh, Matthew 4, chapter 4. I'm moving around, actually. I'm not in bed. So. Okay. Well, um, Jamie, can I get you to read Matthew 4, verse 1 to 11? Sure. It's NIV. Uh, um, however you like. Okay. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, it is also written, do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. Amen. 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 So this story in Matthew is talking about, you know, you know, it's about the testing of Jesus or the temptation of Jesus. Uh, you know, how do you test God? 
right? What can you test God with? And, um, and uh, you know, God the Father, he sees everything and he knows everything. And he allowed Satan, Satan, the devil, to come and tempt Jesus, right? So God, uh, God the Father, in some way, is uh, allowing his son to be tested. Okay, so the first thing that, that Jesus was tested was turning the stones into bread. All right, this first test concerns about your flesh, the need of your flesh. Okay, and the second thing was um, the devil says to, uh, you know, he goes takes the devil takes Jesus on a, a rooftop and says, okay, throw yourself down uh, and uh, God will save you. Okay. The devil is testing Jesus on his, his um, concerns about life, his, his livelihood. There's a, a better word for that, but right now I'm just going to make it simple for you. You know, it's testing Jesus about his own life, how, how strongly he holds on to his life. Okay, uh, and then the third thing that he tested Jesus about is authority. Um, you know, if, if you uh, worship me, I will give you all the kingdom of this world. Okay, so I want to talk about God's testing in your life today because it's uh, very important in, in Psalm 11 verse 5 it says that god the lord tests the righteous and that who here is is righteous what does that mean i'm sorry like i kind of know but uh yeah the lord tests the righteous means that he tests those who have a relationship with his son okay okay, okay? so if you have a relationship with uh jesus christ mm -hmm. yeah. if you believe in jesus christ uh, by, by definition, according to the scripture, you are righteous, okay? I'm okay. Righteous. That, that makes you a person who is right. You know, what that means is, you know, let's say you have a set of rules that you have to follow by, okay? Mm -hmm. And if you break one of those rules, that means you are unrighteous. You know? Okay. That's why they say right is right. And wrong is wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's very strange that, you know, the word right means to do the proper thing, to make it perfect. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and so uh, when you're doing something correct, that means that you're doing it right. Okay? okay. Yeah. So, but the thing is, you know, as human beings, because of our sinful nature, we are by nature... Um, unrighteous okay that means the bible says that we do all wrong uh, in romans that it says that we all fall short of the will of god we have all fallen short there's none that is perfect there is none that is right yeah but because of his son jesus who died for you and because you believe in in that you believe in his sacrifice, you believe in his blood, what it's done for you, that made you righteous. Not your righteousness, 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's his righteousness that make you right, not our righteousness. Okay. And so, um, you know, if anything, that makes you humble um, and, and, and grateful for what God has done for you. Because, you know, when you look at your life without God, things will get messed up, doesn't it? Yes. You know, uh, I know I, I would have a messed up life if I didn't have Jesus in my life to keep me and hold me and mold me. Oh, yeah. I would be, uh, you know, what kind of person would Joe be, right? He would be, I don't know, um, I don't know. I would be a gangster, a drug dealer or something, <laughs> you know, a real one, not, illegal one, not a legal one. <laughs> But you know what? God, God tests his children. Okay? And I don't want you to be surprised by that. Okay? Understand that you're going to be tested in this life. Abraham was tested because God gave him a son, a, a son of promise. When, when Abraham was uh, 90 years old, uh, you know, God spoke to him that, he's going to have a son. And, uh, you know, he was wondering, like, how can I have a son when I'm like an, an elderly man? But, um, but God means what he says. And so when at the age of uh, 100, he had Isaac. And shortly after Isaac was born, God says to Abraham, pack up your donkeys Take your son with you to go to this mountain and you're going to sacrifice your son to me. That sounds kind of uh, strange, isn't it? You told you know? us this story, but I, I, but I kind of forget it, but I, yeah. You know, when, you know, you know, in those days and even to this day, when, you know, a man and, and his wife, what is most important for him uh, is when he leaves this world, when he dies, that he would have leave um, an inheritance for his children, that there is um, a generation that comes after you. You know, you don't want to just die and leave no inheritance for no one, right? You know, uh, in those days, it's very important to, to have, to continue the lineage, to, you know, continue the tradition of the fams or the burns, or the Daos or the Nguyen's, right? You know, you, you have to, there, there has to be some sort of continuity. You know, you don't want to just die and not have children. That's very important for Abraham and Sarah. And then here's God saying that, uh, you know, you have uh, one son, but I want that son to be sacrificed. So what did Abraham do? He was just obedient. And he went to the mountain and he, uh, you know, made an altar and he put his son on the altar and he was about to kill his only son. And that's when uh, God spoke out to Abraham. He says, you know, hold, hold on a minute, buddy. You know, now that I know that you are sincere, um, now that I know that you obey me, uh, you don't have to kill your son anymore. I have provided for you uh, a ram uh, right over there. And, and so, you know, sure enough, a ram was caught in a thicket and 
And um, Abraham sacrificed the ram instead of his son. And uh, that's when, um, uh, you know, that's why Abraham is known as the father of faith. But God says that now I know that I can trust Abraham because he passes the test. You know, so, you know, um, Gideon, you know, there was uh, uh, an uprising and God had to create an army for Gideon to lead. And, um, you know, Gideon gathered a bunch of men, a bunch of men together and uh, a lot of, a lot of them, but God says, um, so God says for him to go and, and to the river and drink water from the river, okay? And those people that drink water out of their hand, like those who scoop water uh, with their hand, uh, those ones you can eliminate, okay? But the ones that, that drink water with their mouths, those ones you're going to keep, Okay? And that's how God chose people, are people that have passed certain tests. And um, in our lives too. Uh, there's a story of, um, uh, there's, there's many stories that have passed the test, but I told you the story of Jesus. And he passed the first test about uh, commanding the stones to become bread because he was taken to the, the wilderness and in the wilderness, he was there 40 days and 40 nights. The man was hungry and the man was thirsty. Now, you know, the devil is so smart and he, and he knows exactly what Jesus needs. And the devil says, if you're the son of God, you can tell these stones to become bread. And you know what? Is Jesus the son of God? Yes. Yes. That doesn't sound like a convincing yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Jesus yes. is the son of God. Can he turn stones into bread? No. Yes. Yeah. He can, but me, we can't. <laughs> yes, he can turn it, it stones yeah. into bread. Uh, he can say, you know, let there be water and there be water. You know, he, he can do that. Heal anything. And, and Jesus says, you know, famously, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God, right? And so we can learn from that is, is you know, when we take this story and apply it to our lives, we too are tested when it comes to our flesh, okay? When things, there are things that relate to us, that affects our flesh, our comfort, our needs, and our wants. And you know what? The devil can come and tempt you, right? Mm -hmm. In whatever ways, we're, we're, we're tempted to, to, um, to, to fight. We are tempted to self-preserve. And that's the other test that Jesus had to face was, you know, um, the devil took him to the rooftop and say, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down this roof and, and you're not going to die because, 
the angels are going to catch you and save you. And then Jesus said it perfectly. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. And that's about self-preservation. And, and so I just want to focus on the first two things because it impacts our lives. Is issues that concerns your well-being and issues that um, affects your life, right? Because that's putting God to, like that's not being godly. So it's putting God like at a, at a, at a loss kind of in a way. Is that kind of? It's, it's, it's putting God or, to the test. Yeah. Right? And yeah. in a lot of ways when our life is tested, you know, uh, what do we do? You know, when Jesus was tested, he uses the word of God. But what happens when Dana is tested? And what happens when Jamie is tested? Right? Sometimes I rise above and sometimes I don't. That's uh, right. That's a good answer, Dana. And it's a very honest you. answer. Thank you. It is. You know, it's, uh, you say, my patience is tested when your kids are misbehaving, right? You know, uh, God doesn't need to uh, send the devil. You know, he just puts people in your life to test yeah. you. Okay. So be it your significant others, mm -hmm. your husband, your wives, your boyfriend, your girlfriends, your mother, your father, you know, those people that surrounded your life are plenty of people to test you. Now, yeah. if you're a teacher, uh, how would you grade yourself? An eight. Honestly. An eight. An eight? That's good, Dana. Thank you. It is That's good. Very good. <laughs> and, and so, you know, but for some of us, we, we're, we fail, right? And, um, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, um, and, and we wonder why, you know, the same issue that we faced yesterday is the same issue we face today, is we didn't pass the test. So we keep going. It's like repeating grade five over. <laughs> you know, uh, whenever we go through, through certain things, um, you know, we were just wondering, why is this happening to me? You know, uh, you, sometimes you go through, you know, life is like that. Life is the greatest teacher and the one that tests you. And um, I just want you to learn from Jesus um, and, and how he passes tests. And how he passes tests is he go to God. He go to the word of God. You know, and, and, you know, sometimes we don't know the word of God, but we can, we can go to him in prayer and we can ask God, God, why is this happening to me? You know, why is this person uh, treating me like this? You know, is it my fault? You know, why am I putting in this circumstances, right? Because, you know, I know that God is, you know, he sees things that are happening in our life and uh, he wants you to learn something from that. And he wants you to rise above that. Just like, like you said, Dana, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes it's not you, but there's something that God wants to do inside of you to strengthen you. He's oh. strengthened. I pray for that yeah. for everybody, but for myself, yeah. You know, God has the heart and he strengthened the spirit. And that's the title that, that I had for, for us today, you know, um, because we, we, we are not immune. We are not insulated from the things that, that happens to us every day. Okay. Um, you know, David was a person that was tested. King David, all right? Uh, this is a story of a shepherd boy. And um, he had eight brothers. And um, they were in a war with the Philistine. And um, right now, the, uh, the army of Israel are scared because there is a giant named Goliath that stood up and challenged every individual um, person in the army of Israel to uh, fight him, okay? And no one in the army of Israel dared to confront Goliath. So this young David boy, uh, a shepherd boy, David, his father sent him to the battlefield and his father says, bring these food to your brothers because they're fighting in, against the Philistine. And so when, when David got to the battlefield and he saw all the armies of Israel hiding and he's like, what's going on? What's going on? Right? He didn't know anything. He just want to bring food to his brothers. And, um, you know what, his brother, when, when he saw his brother, his brothers, he had three brothers. And uh, when he saw them, and the first thing his brother says was this, I know your pride and insolence of heart, for you have come down to see the battle. You know, what kind of greeting is that? You know, like, your brother, your younger brother is bringing you food and here you're, you're accusing your, your little brother of pride of the heart and insolence of heart, like, you know. And not only did, did, did his brother said that, but his other people, other people heard it and said the same thing to David. And you know, it must have been humiliating to, to, to David. And uh, sometimes there are things that are spoken to us that are hurtful and they are untrue, right? But you know, David, you know, what does he do? He, he goes to God. In Psalm 17, if you want to turn there, you know, and, and we're going to read how David deal with his own flesh and blood, accusing him of being, uh, you know, proud in the heart, insolence. 
that sounds like very ungrateful to me, you know, if I were to bring food for my brothers in the field, you know, and, and, and if they treat me like that, I would say, forget this, I'll just take the food home. You know, you can fight Goliath yourself, right? But in Psalm 17, verse 1, it says, Hear a just cause, O Lord. Attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer, which is not from deceitful lips. So David cried out to God. He went to God. And he, he's just saying to God, you know, you know, listen to me, O oh God. You know, um, things that were said about me were untrue. But, um, but hear my, my petition. In verse 2, it says, Let my vindication come from your presence. Let your eyes look on the things that are upright in me. They falsely accuse you. You know, people will accuse you of a lot of things. And, um, but you know in your heart that you didn't do anything wrong. So instead of fighting for yourself, you go to God. And David says, let my vindication comes from your presence. And I just pray that you have the same uh, heart like David. One, to cry out to God and say, God, look at my heart. You know, whatever that they accuse me of, you know, vindicate me. Verse 3, you have tested my heart. You have visited me in the night. You have tried, you have tried me and ha have found nothing. You know, when the enemy want to hurt you, they hit you in the heart, right? You know, if you're angry at, I know when I'm angry with my wife, you know, I don't just say things. I say things that will hurt her in the heart. And the enemy is very, very good at that. Is they will, he will pick out something and he's going to, you know, target your heart because he wants to break you down, tear you down, make you feel worthless. But, you know, the only one person that matters to David is not the enemies. What mattered to David was, God, you see my heart. You tested it. And you have a right to see what's inside my heart. And you're, you're the only person that, that knows who I truly am. And that when you look at my heart, that you find only righteous. So, you know, don't get too hung up about what people say about you because they're trying to hurt you down, pull you down, right? But um, focus on God. He will validate you and he will vindicate you. David lived his life for one person and that is for God and to please God. You know, I know some of you are going through dark times in your, in your life. And um, um, I, I know that, you know, most of our, the, the challenges that we face in, in our life are those around us. 
And uh, I just want you to encourage you to, to not be pulled down by negativity, you know, pulled down by uh, the valley of negativity and, and don't park there, you know, because there's nothing good in those things, in, in that place. But, you know, God put us in, 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 in that, those circumstances to, to strengthen us and to encourage us that we are to live for him and live right. And so that when people have complaint about us, um, you know, we, we don't get offended, but we learn to love those who offend us. You know, um, and, and that's a big challenge. Um, you know, the, the last thing that, that the devil challenged uh, Jesus was to worship the devil and the devil will give him a power and authority all, uh, all, on all of the kingdoms of this world. Who wouldn't, that, wouldn't want that, right? And that speaks about authority, your authority in the workplace, your authority in in the family and your authority in the ministry. And sometimes you're going to be tested in that area as well. And, and so you may have a, a coworker that is um, difficult. You know, you may have a, a worker that, um, you know, uh, undermining you or accusing you falsely. Again, be like David, be like Jesus. Go to God and say, you alone, oh God, will vindicate me and validate me. You may have someone that says, oh, you don't know how to do this or you don't know how to do that and treat you like you know nothing, right? But you know what? Live your life to please one person. So you don't, when you understand this, you don't fight with anybody, but you learn how to, how to win them over. You know, that person that you're contending with and, and God put him or her there to, to test your heart. Okay. And not just to test your heart, but to strengthen you. And so that person that has been a thorn on your side will become your greatest asset, will become your greatest partner. And I, I, I you know, this is a, a message that, um, that I want to continue from last week, how to win with people. And it starts with your heart. You know, you want a, a, you know, a, a husband or a wife that, that serve God, it starts with you. You know, before you even want to change people in your lives, you yourself need to be changed. And, uh, and it starts with you. So it goes, you use the word of God. That's your weapon. You go to him in prayer, your knees. That's your greatest strategy, you know? And, and I, you know, there, there's, we can fight, we can argue, we can get sad and depressed, right? And say, this life sucks, right? And give up and quit on our marriages and quit on our family. You know, when your children don't do the things that they want, you get mad, right? But God is testing you. Don't, don't be surprised that he's testing you. 
right? And, and he wants you to worship him in the midst of the testing. That he wants you to focus on him and him alone. And, you know, you'd be surprised when, when, you, when your heart is right and that you find strength in him. That God would do something amazing. God would do something uh, miraculous. You know, I, I wasn't, you know, a good husband when I first got married. I was selfish. Uh, it's all about me, <laughs> you know. Uh, but, you know, the only thing that I can say is, you know, me and my wife, we, we had fights too, right? And we all want to change one another, uh, you know. And I remember there was a, one time when I got so frustrated because I... I work at the pharmacy and, and, um, and uh, you know, my wife just want me to do this and do that because, you know, it's, it's, uh, I said to her, you know, you know, you, you act like my life revolves around you, you know, and uh, I was just being honest with her, you know, but, you know, what about my life, you know? Uh, don't I have a life? You know, those are some of the challenges that, that we have too. And uh, as a young couple. But, you know, we, we said, you know what? Let's just go to God. Let's just pray. Let's just put God first in our lives. And uh, I know I, you know, I had to do my part. And she has to do her part. And, um, you know, when, when I first before I got married, my pastor gave me an advice. He says, you know what? Just focus on God. You know, this relationship that you have, it's not a two-person relationship, but a three-person. Your spouse, God, and yourself, right? And so, you know, sometimes when, when you're fighting with uh, your significant others, um, you know, God, God is asking, well, you know, they, they may be like this. They may be um, hurtful. They may be violent. They may be uh, a jerk. Uh, God will say this to you. Will you love them anyway? Will you love them for me? Right? When your children are behaving like little devils, God asks you, will you love them for me? When your wife behaves this way, you know, nagging and, and complaining all the time, God is saying, well, will you love her for me? When your husband is treating you and abusing you, God is saying, will you love them? for me right yeah. and so this is this is the benefit of going to god is god is going you're going to hear a conversation it's not a one-way conversation you'll hear god speak to you and he will give you the answer that you need it and he will give you the the word that you need it because only his word is good enough for your circumstances because I don't know how far my word, Joe's word, can go, but I know God's word 
it never passes away and it will it doesn't come back to him void amen amen you know this is a um, a lesson in in you know in, in in relationship but you know just remember that you're being tested in everything life god permit these things in our lives for a reason and it's to test our heart and to strengthen us and we get strong when we go to god so when you're in pain you go to god and you say god i need a word i need an answer okay and only his word will comfort you because you know my my word sometimes will fall short as sincere as i am and and a good friend that i am my word just falls short you need to hear a word from god and god will speak god will speak to his children to his hurting children um in Jeremiah 6.27, it says, I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even give to every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doing. So God will test your heart, but he tests it for a reason, and he tests it to strengthen you and to help you walk like him. And so, um, Amen. you know, the, this is uh, the reason for the cup that I showed you, the, the picture of the cup. Yeah, I'll show it to you again. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, uh, you know, sometimes the word that, is, that I share, it's not always the most pleasant. Sometimes when God speaks to us, it's kind of like this cup. And uh, if it was me, I would never drink this cup because it looks horrible. It tastes horrible, <laughs> you know, but his word, God's word and God's ways are good medicine. And it will heal your heart. It will heal your relationship and it will strengthen you. Can you imagine that green kale, the amount of antioxidant that's in there? Yeah. It will keep you going for a while. So this is heavenly medicine that God is giving you today. And that's to restore and strengthen and refresh you. And that's the reason why I show this cup for you. So that you're not, um, you know, uh, sick. That you're not hurt in the heart. Uh, that you don't give up. Uh, and that you don't quit you, that you, so that you're not depressed and oppressed, feeling oppressed all the time, but that his medicine will lift you out of your, your valley of negativity. You know, David, he says in Psalm 23 that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil for you are with me. And so you know, during the testing, during your testing, sometimes it seems like God is quiet, but God is there and God will minister to you and he will lift you out of your valley of negativity. Mm. So this is how it's, you're going to make it through your valley, guys. You're going to pass the test and you're going to be strong when you're out of that valley, you're going to be strong when you're standing on the top. 
mm-hmm. and you say, I didn't do it. God did it for me, through me, and with me. So drink this, this word today. Drink it in. Soak it in. Um, and um, go to God and, and hear what he has to say. You know, plead with him, cry out to him, just like David did. You know, when, when people made fun of him and accused him falsely of things, he went to God. He didn't fight for himself. He went to God. And, and that's the key to any relationship, uh, you know, inside the house or outside the house, is to go to God. And God will give you a word. He will give you a strategy. He, he will give you, uh, you know, the medicine that you need to, uh, to heal the broken heart. Okay. Amen. 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 Um, and I, I pray that, um, that uh, you be strong in this message. Uh, you know, what I, what I didn't talk about is really, you know, this is, you know, get used to this life. Uh, not, I, I don't mean get used to the abuse. I'm just saying get used to the testing. And you know, when you pass the testing, you get rewarded. You, you, when you face it again, you know how to fight it. You know? Yeah. I'm going to tell you a story. Like, yes, uh, a, a few days ago, last my, Tuesday, Tuesday night, you know, I have a patient that came in and, um, you know, he needed his medication, and I, I told him that he was three days early. And you know what? He was so mad, and he got angry, and he was ready to fight me. But you know what? I, I, wouldn't, I wasn't scared, and I wasn't angry at him. I know him. And, uh, I, I, you know, I just looked at him with compassionate eyes and, and understanding, I said, I'm sorry, buddy. You know, I, I care about you and I know you're angry, but I know that's not you. I know that, that uh, it's the drug inside of you talking and you're mad at me because it's the, speak, the drug that's speaking. It's not even you that's talking anymore, but the drug speaking through you, you know? And, and so, you know, Tony, that, who's, who works beside me, he was ready to pounce on this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but you know, uh, I I dealt with this person in a way that you know, you know, it wouldn't have been possible if I wasn't with Jesus. You know, Joe. Just speaking from experience, like thank goodness I'm not on medication like that, and mm-hmm. I really mean that. And I believe that that guy or whoever that is mm-hmm. believes and knows and understands and appreciates what you really did say. Yeah. Because they're really hurting themselves, yeah. I bet. I know. When, they're, you know. when they come to themselves and to their senses, when they yeah. sober up, they, they yeah. will see. But, you know, yeah. I, I don't buy into the, the, the anger. I don't buy into that. You know, he was ready to fight me. And, and, um, and he said, are you going to call the cop? Well, you know what? If you leave this place peacefully, I won't call them. But if you are going to, you know, uh, destroy this place, then I will, you know. But I'm not Joe, was he a drug him. addict? Well, I wouldn't call him a drug addict, but he, he's a drug seeker, right? And, and um, I, I just don't want to label people. 
I just want them to, um, I know that, you know, an addiction is a, a disease and uh, they need our understanding and our compassion and they don't need us to, um, to label them, but you know, he's a, he's a seeker and uh, he's not following the, the doctors, um, you know, agree. He, he's not a following his agreement with the doctor. The doctor says, I'm going to give you a week supply and four days That's later, you show up for more. And I said, what happened to your drugs? And he says, I lost it. And then I said, yeah. is it my fault? You know, he, he just got mad, right? <laughs> but you know what? I, I, I have love for this man that, that otherwise I wouldn't have. You know, I have an understanding and have compassion. That can only come from God. And so, you know, be people that are, you know, uh, that are with God, okay? You know, when you spend time with God, this is what's gonna happen, is he's gonna help you, you know, deal with uh, a lot of things in your life that come suddenly, right? Um, yeah. You know, we, we, at the pharmacy, we go through a lot of dramas. You know, sometimes people uses the washroom for their drug use, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, sometimes they leave me with a toilet that's plugged and it's dirty and, you know, do I get mad about it? You know, I just take my toilet plunger and just try to fix it, right? But, um, you know, it's, it's always exciting at the pharmacy. And, uh, you know, I, I just have God in me. And uh, these things doesn't bother me at all. You know, if, it, if, it, if you let it bother you, you're going to quit pharmacy, especially Crosspoint a long mm -hmm. time ago, you know. Uh, so these little things don't, doesn't bother me anymore because I was with God and God is with me. And so I, it, you know, to me, it's, um, you know, water off a duck's back, you know. Um, if I didn't have God, I, I would be frustrated. And yeah, I would fight. I would, you know, yell and scream and swear, you know, and, and get mad at everyone. But that doesn't really help anyone, right? Joe and, and, and Tony almost, well, they did fight for me. They, for my, <laughs> to, and um, it was, it was awesome. Even the barber from next door and yeah, um, <laughs> people were but stealing anyway, my that, that wasn't right. And I shouldn't have done that. But anyway, I mean, you know, we would fight for you, Dana, but we, yes, you know, there's you. always a better way to, to handle that. Uh, well, you handled it well. Like, yeah. One, one day, one day, uh, everybody would get to hear it, but <laughs> for yeah. now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, you know, the, the point of all this is, you know, go to God and, and seek his presence in your life. You know, that's the only way that things will change uh, is his word and his direction. Uh, that that's to you specific to your situation and and everybody has a certain situation that none of us appreciate how difficult it is right but god does he's a friend that is closer than a brother and uh, so uh, you can do it because god is with you Philippians 4.13, that I can do. Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me, right? That means is I can reconcile with my brother. I can reconcile with my husband and my wife. You know, that's the strength that we need. We don't need strength to fight with them. We need strength to reconcile. We need strength to forgive. And where does our strength come from? 
You know, David says, where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heaven and the earth. And so whenever you need help, whenever you need strength, go to God. Because mm. he alone has the answer for your circumstances. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yeah, um, sorry if I'm too long. I, I, I always try to keep my message 30 minutes. But, you know, uh, there's so much. I guess God, um, God is speaking. So <laughs> if you're still following, I, I appreciate you uh, hanging in there and, and listening to me. Um, you know, this is, this is how I fight my battle. And uh, is God done with me? No. Uh, is God done with you? No. You know, a lot well, of us it's have... All it's all relevant. Sorry, but it's all relevant and it's really great information yeah. Yeah. to just, you know, carry on with, yeah. with any circumstance. So like, yeah. yeah. Dana, you, you hit it on the, the nail on the head there. Because, okay. yeah. you know, I... I you know, I, I don't want this hour for you to be just about stories and, and you know, feel good about yourself. But I, I have asked God to help me to say things that are relevant, things yeah. that Amen. are pertinent, that are revelatory, you know, and, and, and that is helpful for you. You know, I just yeah. don't want to just, you know, speak mindlessly about nonsense but I wanted mm -hmm. you to benefit from this hour because I, I told my son that, you know what, just invest one hour. And he says, no, it's one and a half hour. So <laughs> invest one and a, and a half hour of your life in the kingdom of God and you will see the benefit of it. You will see mm -hmm. the benefit of it. You know, sometimes because we see the difficulty of our situation, we like to say, you know what, this is the end. This is this is how it is going to be for me. And then we say, the end, you know, like a movie, you know, this is it. There's nothing else better. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But God has a better conclusion for you that you haven't seen yet. You know, it's kind of like watching a movie and then just shut down the movie before it's over. You know, before the credit rolls, you just, you know, shut down the TV. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You didn't see the finished story. You just want the story to end because it's too hard. Mm -hmm. Right? Let God finish your story because you're, you have a beautiful story, Dana. Thank you. You know, this pain, you just want to quit sometimes. And I, I, I appreciate that. And I feel it too for you. You know, it weighs on, on our hearts. And, and I, if, if I feel that, I'm sure that God feels it too. Right? Yeah. But, you know, you're tempted to quit and say, I'm done with this. Forget this. But God says, no, the story is not finished. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and with God, you know, when Jesus hung on the cross, we thought that was the, 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 the disciples thought it, that was the end of the story. But, you know, <laughs> three days later, he rose again. Yeah. You will rise again, Dana. Yes, thank you. Jamie and, yes, and, and, Jung, and Tong, you will yes. rise again. Amen. You know, your pain, you will rise again. Yeah. You know, it's not the, the end of your life. Okay? So, again, I want to say that I appreciate you. You guys are the best you. uh, students. You are, you are the best friends and your best disciples. 
And I pray that God, the word today will strengthen you and encourage you. And um, it will give you um, a determined purpose to get closer to God mm-hmm. even more, to hear a word like David pleading to God. So I'm going to say a blessing for you today. I'm going to let you go, okay? Okay. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, for those ears that are attentive, for the heart that are open and receptive, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that you accepted them. You loved them, accepted them, and you pour yourself into them, Father God. Like right now, Father God, you're pouring your spirit into them, and you wash them free from all uncleansiness, Lord. That your, your, your spirit, Lord, strengthen them, healing them, restoring them, and healing them, Father God. Even now, Father God, I just thank you, Lord, that your words, every word that proceeds out of your mouth does not come back to you void, Father God, but it shall accomplish its purpose. You, you say that your words are spirit and life, Father God. So I just thank you, Lord, that I speak life to them abundantly overflowing, blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied. A wonderful life, Father God, right now, Lord. Lord, that whatever the battles that they're fighting with, whatever circumstances are that they are in, Lord, you would take them out of that, Father God. You would walk with them through the valley of the shadow of death. You would walk with them through the storms of life, Father God, and they will come through that, very furnace, Lord, strengthened, stronger, glowing, smiling, happy, joyful, and wiser, with more compassion, more grace, more understanding, and more wisdom. So I thank you, Lord, for, for the sanctification, the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, Father God. We just thank you, Lord, right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Um, yeah. Actually, Joe, can I ask you uh, just to say a quick prayer for my mom? Um, sure. Like yesterday, yester- please, just a quick one. Yesterday was seven years since my brother committed suicide. Oh. And, yeah, yeah. so... She's just pretty upset. Yeah. Can we pray for, for Dana right now? Wendy, yeah. yeah. Wendy is Thank her you. name. Yeah. Uh, uh, Antu, can you pray for, for Wendy? Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now and uh, we give Wendy to you. And you see her hurtings and you see her pain only you can comfort her bless her be with her and and let her know that you love her and that you will protect her and you will be with her i pray for your abundance uh, peace and love over her right now in Jesus' mighty name. Feel her with your presence, with your comfort. Embrace her with your almighty fatherly love. 
a blood stainer as well. You know what she's going through, Lord. Just be there for her, bless her, and comfort her. Let her know that you are her loving Father. And you are always with her. I pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. And we also continue to pray for Antong. Yeah. That uh, his back will be a hundred percent healed. Yes. Totally sure. healed. Yes. Strengthened. Oh, yeah. That he can go Amen. to work, and that would that God would open uh, opportunities for him and, and grace and favor. Yes. That he needs it, Lord, to to find a job, Lord, and so he yep. can support himself and his family abroad. Yes. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Anybody Thank else you. need prayers? Well, good. Thank you. All right. God bless you guys. Love you all. Love you guys. God bless you. Thank You're you. You're the best. God bless. Have a great week. Come on and love yeah. you all. Yeah. Thank you, Intun. Bye, Jamie. Have a great Bye, week. Tui. Bye, God Tom. bless. Bye, Tui. 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 Bye,